This is the Epilogue Audio Experience. What's up everyone? Welcome to Bijistan, where streamers live. In this show, we talk about everything from Seinfeld to Mirzapur. I'm your host, Siddharth Jain, and joining me as always is Gaurav Jain and Mahasha. Without further ado, let's dive in. Hello everyone, welcome back to a new episode of Binjistan. I've got Sid and Mahash here with me as always. And uh, we've got a bunch of cool things to talk about today. And uh, I'm guessing which one of us wants to go first? So Gaurav, since we both have taken salary from Hotstar, let's talk about <laughs> the Empire first. Amazing, amazing. Let's do it, let's do it. Have you, have you watched all of it? Well, I have. Mahash, I don't think you have, right? I heard uh, the, some of the reactions of people I trust who watched it and then I read some reviews and I think I'm probably going to skip this. So mixed uh, mixed feelings. I don't know what to really make of it. Uh, mm. I think it's a great attempt at like, okay, we're going to try and do a show which has like this kind of a scale. They've obviously made an effort in terms of, you know, sets and production value. They've got terrible CGI, which is really off-putting. So they've gone wrong there for sure. But otherwise, it's it's an okay show, man. I don't think it's a great book to begin with. So maybe they could have, maybe that's what the, a bit of a weak point might be, is that the book isn't really great material. It's a great story. Like the story of Barber is so amazing. And he obviously wrote it himself. It would have just worked better if they'd just taken that as the source material. It's much more poetic. It's it's just much more well-written and uh, introspective. So to me, it, to me, the show itself, well produced, badly written. I think it's a great opportunity squandered. Like they found some really cool. I mean, they got Dino Moria to perform. Yeah, that is saying something. You know what I mean? And uh, and he goes from like a really evil character who's behaving like psychotic, like the, like you know Jack Nicholson's Joker in some points. Then he becomes a slightly sympathetic heroic character by the end of it. So, uh, which I thought was like it really well done, but. Inherently, I think it's just bad writing. Um, that's what it struggles with, you know, but a great attempt. I mean, I'm sure they'd keep doing some of these things. They'll get better at it eventually, right? What did you think of it? Okay, so with this show, uh, you know, I sort of uh, thought I should, my parameters have to be a little different from the usual. And I didn't want to compare the empire with what's happening outside India. So I thought, you know, it's a, uh, it's it's a space that's you know that's been tackled on television you know a few times. You got films like Bahubali, and we need to put things in context of what's happening in India. So my expectations were moderate. Uh, I didn't like the teaser as much. I liked the trailer, and as I said, my because my expectations are moderate. I was I started the show with an open mind. I was uh, definitely. It was better than what I expected the show to be. I liked the production design. I liked how smartly they tried to, you know, use certain sets, certain resources, shot closely. The action sequences were interesting. The CGI, like you said, the VFX was good in some places, not so good in some places. But I'm sure, you know, with the constraints that we have in this country, in every department, right, including writing, directing, acting, production design, all kinds of aesthetic that we struggle with and the budgets at the end and then pandemic, et cetera, et cetera. I think given all of that, uh, definitely exceeded my expectations. I would definitely tell people to go and check it out. Given the trash that gets made in this country, it's definitely a good effort, yeah. well-produced, 
and I think it will open doors for a lot more similar stories and shows. So I think as a milestone project, it's a good project because it yeah. will definitely make people think, okay, we can be smarter the next time. We can improve on the CGI. We can definitely get better yep. writing. We can pick better stories and we can, you know, do things. Yeah. With a for effort. Star. Yeah. No, a for effort. That's yeah, that's the other thing. You're absolutely right. No big stars. No stars in the show. And I'm saying that's great for an OTT to say, let's make an expensive show like this with no big stars. Super. I mean, uh, absolutely. Great that's a, that's a, that's a great move and a great market. point. Yeah. So it's a, that's great, a great point you know, to leadership, make. Right. So leadership move with the show. I'm glad that Nikhil Dwani has also pushed this, right? Because it needed someone to say, you know what I, you know, and he's done yeah. POW with star before. So I'm sure there's a yeah. history there. So at least, you know, something better than nothing. It's just like, I thought, you know, it's, it's definitely a move in the right direction. So I am very pleased with the show. I was also, you know, I thought uh, the casting was interesting. It worked for me. I didn't think the casting was jarring or really below average or anything. I thought, you know, like you said, right, you could even get Dino to do a good performance. Kunal was adequate. I mean, they were all good. I mean, they were all uh, good given, I think, the constraints of so many things. Yeah. Yeah, the thing is, you know, like I, I mean, again, look, I, to me, like one of my favorite films of all time is, and oddly enough, is D-Day. You know what I mean? Mm. I mean, not like top five or anything, but it's like a film I really enjoyed. And I really wish Nikhil Advani would sort of go back to that kind of approach to stuff. Uh, mm. Because I think this struggles with the approach. I think everything is great. Like whatever Hotstar's done, like everything you said, like in terms of putting a big show like this together, several smart decisions that were made in terms of production and budgets and things like that, you know, and then being brave enough not to sort of front load it with a big name and waste of money on that, frankly. Uh, yeah, I just wish they would just get the, the stuff that is cheap, right, which is writing it. You know what I mean? Like the effort it takes to sort of put like because a, a proper sort of thing together. In this country. Yeah, I man, bring somebody else and maybe they can help you write it, right? I don't know what, because like I said, like like the, like I, like I'm I love Mughal history. Like I follow, I read a lot of that stuff. So I mean, there's so much opportunity there. Like you don't even have to go too far to find like really amazing stuff. You know, you can just chori bhi karlo bhi, so you will get material. Out of on it. the on the writing bit, na, uh, you know, I think bad writers don't know that they are bad. That's the reality of a country. Oh, and, for sure. And other people who work, you know, you know, around with writers, don't know that what they're approving is bad. Is a bad script. So I think the so, problem is, you know, we've got the wrong judges to judge a basically a bad script. It's the so, blind leading the blind, basically. Yeah. Right? So you know, and I really, I've kind of given up on that department in terms of too many expectations on that front. So I'm like by default, my setting of expectation on writing is moderate. And even if somebody hits moderate, I'm saying, yeah, great, standing ovation. It's sad, and but you know, it's really fair point. of our country. Fair, fair point, fair point. Delhi crime was very well written, but Richie Mehta is not really, he doesn't live in India and Bombay. Yeah, he's not, he's not really, the perspectives in yeah. local, yeah, that doesn't work, yeah. Yeah, so you know, what are the, which is the most amazing show that's amazingly written? None, there's nothing. Even the most successful show is not the best written show. But okay. But I get your point and I'm completely in sync with that. The writing definitely can be much better. I mean, to be fair, we'll talk about like one of the shows we'll talk about later and I uh, will sort of circle back to this point. So it's not yeah. just an Indian problem. There's plenty of big budget shows yeah. on Netflix or whatever, which are 
sort of you know like great ideas which are being squandered basically so we'll come to that though yeah so my thing is you know with the empire is that uh there are a lot of people who will keep like you know we will criticize or you know others will criticize and say everything can be better right in theory everything can be improved yeah but the way this this business is no what gets made you know it's always you will have to say chalo chalo itna to kiya this is because this is the nature of this business is such it's so subjective yeah while we might yeah absolutely yeah somebody to, thinks it's like yeah somebody yeah. might say boss tumko kya pata hai I think it's amazing, right? No, no, fair. I completely agree with that. But it's like, obviously, to me, it's bad writing. So, like, yeah, we can make our own case, right? Yeah, 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 absolutely. I, I completely agree with you, man. Absolutely. Nurse, do you want to chime in with what you've heard about the show and what are the key problems your friends are having with it? Yeah. So, no, I've only heard terribly miserable things. In fact, uh, really, uh, I was quite curious to. No, a, I don't think it's done any numbers whatsoever. I don't think there's any buzz. I don't know anybody who's really watched it. outside of the film uh, the media fraternity really i don't think it's caught on for a show that is this expensive and this massive um i just largely heard you know, how what, terrible sorry what was the is. what was the what was the budget on this march do you know i have heard it was 160 but i'm not sure i mean i'm not sure about the source wow wow <laughs> that's a lot <laughs> <laughs> yeah that that's a lot and it, 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 i don't think it shows like the 160 yeah. doesn't show for sure man So uh, I've just largely heard that it's extremely boring, very slow, uh, terrible casting, terrible. Po- I mean, literally, uh, and then because obviously I trust the two of you, you know, the, the academic mind more than um, say layman audiences. Uh, this is literally the first constructive thing that I've actually heard about the Empire. Now I'm going to definitely go and sample it because now I'm very very curious to watch it myself. So then, uh, word of caution. uh for me uh the pacing right on the pacing because you said people said slow uh the first uh, three episodes are fine so uh, you know in my right. opinion and then it kind of i think the eight episodes i think episode 5 right. 6 or 4 5 6 in the middle it just fucking tanks i don't know gorov if you felt oh. that i like 4 5 6 for like boss isko kaise par kare so i like I, the way it started i like yeah. the end was okay But somewhere yeah. towards the sixty percent mark, yeah, I it think goes for a toss. Yeah, I think also but does it does it also uh, does it also really take off from Marco Polo and Game Game of Thrones in the sense that uh, no 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 I mean, no not at no, all. It's no, not inspired not at all. Not at all. No no not at all. Not at all. So it's basically the like. true story of it's the true story of Barber basically right like yeah no I've read the I, I, yeah I, yeah, I, yeah. So uh, the, I've read the Alex Rutherford I've read the first yeah book, which right? I think is not which I don't think is like I think is not a great book. Yeah, and and chance, I think it's fiction. Right? It's largely fiction. It's not even yeah, yeah of course, history. of course, yeah, yeah of course. it's a lot of fiction. Which is my right? thing, right? I mean, if you read like the Babur Nama or something, it's just brilliant, and uh, you know, like first-hand sort of a fucking text from like a warrior poet, if you want to call him that. And there's not that many of these kind of books in existence. But but beyond that, like you know, his history is basically what he keeps losing Samarkand. He keeps going back to Fergana. I mean, he spends like 14 years That's just right. doing that. उटेंट 
so it's it's somewhere in the middle like it's those two approaches like we have to have this we have to have that this show is like a balance between there was the people on the tv side giving their inputs then you got people oh 100% those, those daily soap dudes middle, yeah so it looks like a mid path script and a mid path okay let's you know let's find a common ground and now let's make the show seems like that then for sure for sure for sure because it's got those moments right which are like okay this is really interesting or this is working out really well and then there is some which is just like my god what are they doing you know what i mean mm-hmm. so but, but did, but and, did you both finish the whole season or yeah yeah. Leave it okay. yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah i wanted I to see what this end so i wanted means. to see it uh, so i must say like I exactly same here stop i was yeah. i mean i i was enjoying it i enjoyed the show Yeah, and I, I, I also think that you know, I mean, compared to some of the say, like the Turkish, like the Ertuğrul's of the world and stuff, right? Which is like yeah, hundred, hundreds of fucking episodes, man. Which also becomes like then that is soap opera territory, which just keeps getting dragged on. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, so I, I mean, I, I prefer this approach for sure. You know, and the melodrama was very yeah. controlled. I must say. I oh yeah, for I, sure, for sure. It was I, not over. I, I thought all. that was a good relief. And yeah, you know, it's not the greatest show in the world, of course. But you know, it's also given all the sh- all the content that gets made in this country. It's way better than all the crap that gets made. I mean, by far, it's a step forward for Indians. I think a great reference, like for a lot of people that would create anything remotely like this, would be I don't know if you guys and I don't know if I mentioned this before. Is this show called uh, Golden Horde? uh it is okay. uh it's like a russian tv series basically it's about uh you know the russian sort of last russian prince or whatever versus the mongols and it's about oh, really it's really fascinating yeah it's 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 i think it's on so 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 you're saying it is available to stream in india right oh it is it is i i, I streamed it yeah i watched it in india it's on that free app i, I can't remember what it is i'll, I'll free app okay strongly recommend it it's brilliantly made it's not that huge budget or whatever but they use that money mm. really well few sets a lot of outdoors and like a really fascinating story like a lot of it is fiction like not a lot of it happened these are real characters though like the you know the the prince vladimir and menge temur and like the mongol politics on one end and how they crossing over to the christian side and it, it really gets into those things and it's a russian show so it's not necessarily like a huge culture of creating a lot of content of this kind right and it has like a bit of melodrama as well because there are all these romantic angles happening cross races and all that or whatever and but like inherently it's a really really fascinating show and i thought like if you find something like that strip out some of the stuff that's really not required a great reference point as to what like the politics of it the relationships of it uh you know uh, it can really turn into something amazing you know and i think they, they just missed the beat it's really fascinating yeah. yeah check it out man it's called golden horde or it's or yeah. zoltaya or something zoltaya orda the golden horde okay, uh, it's only like it's only about 2 or 3 years old it's not very old right plus i must add one more thing on the show on the empire is that it was directed by mitakshara kumar i never yeah. heard his name before and he's assisted slb sanjay bansali it's a she it's a she it's a she oh it's a she okay yeah, so yeah. mitakshara she, she was so bansali's assistant for the longest time yeah. yeah so i'm saying you know at least you know one thing was there that i think the aesthetic of the show was better than the script and it kind um, of balanced yes. it out because i thought you know it wasn't tacky i mean vfx can be tacky in this country so you know here and there but broadly yeah. i mean the vfx of bauhaus physical was set horrible. yeah, yeah the, 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 the physical, physical sets, sets were actually nice like the blue moss yeah. and this the whole thing they and created and the lighting and the way they yeah. used the windows and, it, and you could see the set you know that yeah. it got light and you know you know, you've used minimal things to get good aesthetic 
and i really yes. appreciated that as a you know the director's job i think also. you know you know t- typically if you're using fewer setups right then you can at least do a good yeah. job with them if if you have too But many like then the you're way, in trouble yeah and they used less crowds the action was very controlled and you know close ups and i thought yeah. you know you're making it in low budget i can see and i can see the low budget being aesthetic early sound which is rare in this country Yeah, and, can't find and, this. and and they made these and there were these nice touches which I don't know I don't know if a lot of people would catch or not but like you know whenever they keep going to those tombs and they talk about in front of that tomb and that's that's supposed to be basically you know Tamerlane Temur's sort of tomb because he's like the like the big conqueror sort of who built Samarkand into what it is right and he's and these guys claim mm. descendants from him in a way uh so right. they keep talking in front of him like some of those dialogues happen there the ambition yeah. aspect of it so that was those were nice touches i thought uh so there is like you like know, i said there's like a whole sense of it but it just didn't carry forward across the whole yeah i mean you know i mean of course you know the writing hopefully you know will get better but yeah. you know as i said but you know usually in our country we'll find bad writing and bad directing and bad marketing and bad aesthetic so in this case i thought okay we really you know because bahubali for me was you know terrible on every front i i mean it it works only in india where you can take badly executed stuff and just honestly i i i still don't understand how bahubali worked at all i thought it was garbage in every way but you yeah. know like terrible effects terrible in story country. in our country garbage works ha huh, but like this at this yeah. level that much success where netflix is going to burn a 150 crore on a show and and, and then drop no, it no no so i'm saying the movie was a genre defining movie for those times for for our country we had never seen anything so big on screen right So I think that itself was a great sampler. Like I know that everybody that I know just said you have to just go and watch it once in the theater. So that's enough. It's it was India spectacle, right? So which is usually Shankar's films also. Everybody says no, Jaaki dekho. You know, within Tamil, just go and watch his film once on a big screen with Rajni Khan. So I think those things work for Bahubali. It's fair, but I'm saying you know different uh, pieces of content work for different reasons sometimes. Yeah, I guess. I guess that makes sense. But but Mars before we move to the next show mm-hmm. or, or to the next conversation, I am very curious, and and this will be much to Gaurav's, uh, I think, uh, irritation. But Sid, we have to discuss that White Lotus ending, man. <laughs> yeah, we should. We should. Should you we know, so first I, so now? We, yeah, let's talk yeah, about so, now. Yeah, so really, yeah, I haven't seen it. But yeah, go ahead, spoil it. <laughs> you haven't seen Gaurav? No, no, we won't. I couldn't. Yeah. I couldn't. Okay, no, no, I couldn't get. I couldn't get through it. We can use so people. If people haven't watched it till now, then spoiler alert is their problem. So no, 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 I I agree. I'm about. like no, no. My thing is spoil it because मेरे से तो हो ही नहीं रहा था. Like for you guys, I didn't watch it. Where did you Where did you abandon it? At what point was it? Oh, second I, I think second episode. I think second episode. I think. Oh, ah, but it does actually get a little better. I think three onwards, right, Sid? अरे यार नौ आठ एपिसोड का शो है साला तीन एपिसोड तक आप चिल्ली करोगे तो किसी काम चलेगा यार नो नो आई 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 एंजॉयड द फर्स्ट वन एस वेल आई एम जस्ट ट्राइंग टू गेट यू टू वॉच इट फ्रॉम फ्रॉम द फर्स्ट मिनट बट आई मस्ट से ऑन द लास्ट एपिसोड आई हैव नेवर सीन अ मैन शिट ऑन स्क्रीन या आई हैव नॉट सीन द मैन शिट आई वाज शॉक्ड आई वाज लाइक व्हाट इज हैपनिंग एंड देन एक्चुअली शोइंग इट नो नो आई हैव सीन इट सो नो 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 हैंग ऑन हैंग ऑन आई हैव अरे हैव यू सीन इट सो गो बैक थिंक ऑफ द सोप्रानोस दैट किड टेक्स अ डंप इन द शावर Uh, big pussy's son when he's being psychologically disturbed yeah. and stuff. <laughs> he takes a shit. That's the first time I saw that. I was scared out of my fucking wits, man. Yeah, yeah. I was like, where no, are we going with this? No, but I with the white lotus, I was so after I saw the ending, after I saw the last episode, I was 
I think for a day or so I was extremely underwhelmed. I was disappointed, and then, uh, and this happened to another friend of mine. But as as time passes, I realize why it's the most brilliant ending this year, perhaps. It. Hmm. What 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 were your thoughts on the last uh, on the last on the finale already? So you know, I felt that it really delivered uh, yeah. because you know, for me, a the show starts off. I mean, it's a drama, right? But it starts off with full cliffhanger that who's dead of all these people who died. Yes. They yes. hint because his wife is not there. You keep thinking all through it's going to be a woman. I know. And in fact, you know, say uh, on every episode, I was like, "Bas, abhi ye episode mein Rachel maregi, ye episode mein Rachel maregi." Ah. That those are my thoughts. Yeah. Right. So it really surprises you, eh? Also, it's kind of it's pretty sweet. I like the way it ended. I thought it was, you know, it was a it was a good end, and you know, I'm glad now they are they've commissioned season two, which apparently is like a different sort of character. Oh, they have. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so, maybe a different, but different resort. Could be at the same resort. Yeah. I think it could be, be it could be White Lotus, Maldives, or something like that, right? I guess. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it was quite a bizarre show. Really, so really bizarre. But I, I'll tell you what. I'm very, I'm very baffled uh, that for a show this bizarre and would have. A, I don't know how it must have read on paper, and I don't know how he's got them to. Uh, convince them to make this show, and then how has he got so many people falling in love with it? It, it remains a huge mystery to me, frankly. And he's done all this in two and a half months. On the day yeah. he got the go and first day. No, you know, said I. I get that it got commissioned. I don't get the love. You know what I'm saying? I don't get the populist love towards it. It's just insane. And I'm no, very because, happy. It makes me well. see. Okay, rich people like it's Gautam, been a it's been a, it's been like a slow month so <laughs> for everybody. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'll I'll break it down for you. It's a social thing. So rich people don't want to make fun of themselves. So they didn't like the show. Yeah. People who aspire <laughs> to be rich, they love to see shows where they are making fun of rich people. So Gaurav got it. I get it. Why he doesn't like it? Correct. He likes his bank balance. I, I just, I just hope someday I'm as rich as Sid thinks I am. Basically, like that'll be like just <laughs> good enough for me. <laughs> okay. By the way, I just figured out the app that I was talking about was Tubi. Tubi. Tubi, you're right. T U B I, right? Yeah, T U B I. It's free movies and TV stuff. It's really partially. Yeah, yeah. Check it out. It's partially owned by the I think James Murdoch or something like that. And they actually have some really cool stuff in there, like some really old films and stuff, some cool documentaries. There's not a lot, but then I found like this. So, so you'll find some gems here and there. Okay, let's move on to the next one. Yeah, Shesha. You guys have watched Shesha the movie? I didn't. I didn't catch it. Yeah. Harsh. I watched. I watched Shreya. Yeah. Yeah. Thoughts? So no, I I actually quite enjoyed it. Uh, I, I'm I'm firmly firmly. In fact, I was telling somebody just last night that you know, had this movie come in theaters, this is one film amongst most OTT releases that I think uh, would have done very be- uh, very well at the at the domestic box office. Um, I like the fact that it's not um, ultra melodramatic and yet it's not restrained. I I think they they've cracked the middle ground beautifully on this film and it's well shot. I thought. It, it gave you that feel of '90s Kargil, you know. So I enjoyed it. It's a thumbs up for me for sure. More, almost, almost thumbs up if you know what I'm saying. You know, like yeah, yeah, just yeah. about above average in that sense. Yeah, right. Uh, you know, I, I don't I think we do good war movies. Yeah, so I don't really bother with Indian war movies. I just don't think we do. No, but it's job. but it's but it's you know, Sherzad is what Sid said that. Uh, in terms of relative comparison, I mean, if are you going to compare it to the Thin Red Line or the Saving Private Ryan? Obviously not. No, no, of um, course not. But, of course not. Not even. But close. but but from an Indian relative standpoint, I think it's a it's a step forward. I I, I think so. Yeah. 
मतलब मतलब सेविंग प्राइवेट रायन थ्रेड लाइन तो बहुत दूर की बात है मतलब प्लटून तक तो कभी पहुंचेंगे नहीं हम लोग और अपोकलिप्स ना वो तो होना ही नहीं है यहाँ पे कभी okay let me just see with a lot of guarded expectation i sort of started the film and i pleasantly was completely sucked into it and you know for the points that you mentioned it's not jingoistic it's not over the okay. top it's not melodramatic i'll check it out if the, if it's not jingoistic then i at least give it a go thing sure. and it's very no, you know perfect. i liked how how uh, it was treated like a light hearted drama or a film right. of a hero of a martyr and a brave man and you know for me i was like dude every time i watch a film like this i'm like this, you know these people who work in the army you know these guys should be paid the highest salaries in the country what they get is crap and the way we treat them is you know not and 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 the sacrifices and, they make and, and then you watch just, like a film that jp datta does and then it sort of flips your opinion the other side right pretty much <laughs> so see i enjoyed border <laughs> as somebody's taken his as somebody taken his camera away or what because there's been no more war movies of late so i'm just wondering like what's going on <laughs> no but he made one no uh, last one was that he made paltan uh, last year paltan 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 oh, i i didn't even know really oh yeah. shit i didn't check paltan yeah. i didn't like the trailer at all but i think his border was good i like border at that time in that context of what the country was and where but i yeah. think the shesha is a great example of of you know how one can make a good film and not do all of the usual stuff cliched stuff and tell a story and you know siddharth malhotra i liked him in kapoor and sons and i thought he did a fair job in this film he, i mean i think yeah you know, also, i was actually very very uh, uh, i was pleasantly i, I enjoyed his performance in i was ready to crib Which I usually yeah. am when I'm studying any any Hindi film, and I was like, I didn't find any any place where I should crib. I thought it was pretty okay. It was well structured story, and you know it's a real story, so you obviously are in awe of everything that you see. And yeah, it's just it's a cool film. I yeah, I think so. I like yeah. it. I think all of you should like check unexpectedly. It out. I liked it. Yeah, yeah. Like I am not a person who would. Watch this film. So for me, no, no, I'll, I'll, I'll definitely try and catch it like on Sunday or something like that, and and give it a go. Yeah, and keep your expectations oh, low. And you know, I think yeah, yeah, for sure. For you'll sure. be pleasantly surprised that Arey, wow, it's a good film. And again, yeah, maybe the director never know that I didn't know. You know, what the other stuff that he's done. He's so, from. Uh, he's a Telugu film. Yeah. And despite him, you know, making those commercials from down south, this seems like a good good balancing act. Yeah, I think you said that. I think balance uh, said. I think balance was the thing that I perhaps enjoyed the most in the film. Huh? It was just. Are there are there like songs in shit? Are there songs yeah. in shit? Yeah, yeah there are two songs. But they're I mean, great songs. Actually, yeah, they're okay. I mean, I mean, I don't like songs in films like these, but take it whatever. Songs, man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, I would prefer yeah, no songs. There's a background. Yeah, exactly. Music. It's like fucking Saving Private Ryan. Chalo in beach. Me, somebody's breaking into a fucking song. Yeah, like that. Course. That they showed for for this much of badge. I like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so what else, awesome. guys? 
court. Uh, the defeated. I want to talk about. You want to talk about yeah. the docu? Yeah, let's go. No, so first I'll go with uh, what I've seen. Perhaps is what is the weirdest show that I've loved. Oh yes, um, yes. I'm obsessed with this Netflix. So I mean, it's called Brand New Cherry Flavor. It is perhaps the most mind-altering uh, series that I have seen either in my life or perhaps in the longest time ever. Um, oh, I mean, you know, a I don't think it's for the faint-hearted. I would not, definitely not recommend this to everybody. Look, I am a horror buff. I watch horror films all alone with all lights off. You know, I love it. It's mm. my favorite genre. Um, but I do know that a lot of people don't enjoy it. So look, there is a lot of violence. There is sex, nudity, masturbation, substance, eyes being gouged out, zombies, I mean, ghosts. What uh, what could oh, make really? this more of a what could make this a better recommendation? I don't understand. Like this should be on no, my because no, really, the f- this should be on my fucking carousel. I haven't even seen it, I think. <laughs> you know, this is a show. No, no, I don't think anybody... Look, this is a show that I would sort of be ashamed of even recommending. Because <laughs> this is one of those shows that I've just loved in my own private capacity. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I don't yes. think anybody will get this. I don't think anybody will enjoy it. I don't know how the fuck they made it. It's an acid trip. It's not a show. Wow. Um, but like I say, I mean, there is a lot of animal harm in it. Eyes are being gorged out. Oh, God. It's like a fevered psychedelic it's dream. Sa- it's sound, just, it's, like the title sounds like a fucking Yorgos Lanthimos film or something like that. You know, like but no, so you guys cool. will enjoy. I, I'll quickly take you guys and the listeners through the one line of the show. And I thought it was yeah, very yeah, fascinating. Please. So it's set in the 90s. It's about this woman who's made this incredible short film. So she decides to come to LA to make movies. Um, and she's in West Hollywood, where Hollywood comes alive of the 90s, you know. And and these weird things start happening around her. I'm not going to say much because it's everything is a spoiler alert. But I will say that despite all its excesses, there is a certain logic to it. It's adapted from a fantastic book of the same name. I think the book was a late 80s or early 90s book. Um, wow. So yeah, I, I I look. I don't know if anybody will like the show. I I think it's my favorite this year so far because you know I've been wow. sober four and a half months, and every time I watched it, I thought I was nine drinks down or something. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna check this out, man. I'm watching it tonight. Sid, have you, you would know what like the West Hollywood scene of the '90s, man. I mean, you would know what that was, right? Yeah. Be, yeah, exactly. It'd be fun to watch that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So that'd be really cool to check out again. Awesome. What else? Yeah. What else? Let's talk about the docu as well. That, that's a really cool one. Turning Mars. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah, no. So there's this. So it's this this new Netflix documentary, I think it's just dropped yesterday. Um, it's called Turning Point, 9-11 and the War on Terror. And uh, it's a very, very fascinating account of the Al-Qaeda, the Taliban. And also it becomes uh, extremely relevant with all the unfortunate events going on in Afghanistan yes. right now. Um, it becomes that much more relevant because the show begins in 1979 with the Russian invasion. Um, oh, really? And, you know, yeah. And the commentator says, says a great thing. He says that, you know, in 1979, when Russia invaded Afghanistan, they did not know it then, but they were going to cause the, they were going to change the course of the next 50 years of this planet, politically and otherwise. Um, until date. So it's, it's a, it's a, it's an unflinching series. Um, it begins with the 9-11, then goes back to 1979. And they've got some incredible people. They've got an ex-CIA yep. agent. They've got the guy who uh, funded the Afghanistan, uh, you know, uh, 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 rescue operations from the American side, the guy who bought them the weapons, they've got these interviews and uh, it's, it's a hugely uh, unnerving eye-opener. And it's, it's like scary. a it's, it's couple a of parts or is it like a two-hour documentary? No, it's about five episodes, I think. Five or six oh. episodes. 
ंग No, and I enjoyed it, Gaurav. It's 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 not uh, entertaining in the way that you know I watched a couple of episodes after a long day at work, uh, and it'll probably only make you feel heavier. So I would recommend it only for a weekend viewing or something. Okay, have you guys good. watched? Have, have you guys watched uh, Charlie Wilson's War, the Tom Hanks film, uh, which is basically yeah, yeah, about him? It's, it's, yeah, it's a Sorkin. It's the Sorkin movie. Sorkin, right? yeah, yeah, Aaron Sorkin written. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Mike, I think it was Mike Nichols. Mike Nichols directed. I think it was very well made. Om Puri was in it. He played Zia Ulhak. Zia Ulhak. Yeah, so it's like a comedic version of like some of the aspects of this story, right? But yeah, uh, yeah, that's like that's a, a nice great parallel, movie. actually. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's amazing, actually. So that's why I just thought of it. Um, but yeah, worth checking out. Should check it out for sure, man. It's a great. I will. I will. I will. Highly recommend this one. Now, and don't check out brand new cherry flavor. None of you and nobody who's listening, please. <laughs> no, no, I'm. I'm definitely checking it out, dude. Are you kidding? But you, can you watch? Can you can you watch horror and stuff? I mean, I'm yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I'm dead inside. I can watch anything, man. Correct. Okay? <laughs> so I want I want to talk about uh, uh, this series that I just finished watching called The Defeated. Uh, yes. It's on it's on Netflix. It's basically I've just seen the uh, opening episode and I quite yeah. Like, but I'm what do you think? I yeah, it's like it's, the first episode. Yeah, I just love the idea. I think it's such a brilliant idea. It's such an amazing setting. It's post World War Two, uh, yes. Germany, and there's like these this this cop moves from New York, mm. like Brooklyn, to 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 be in Germany to look for his brother who's psychologically disturbed, and and there's like a series of murders happening, and there's like a whole bunch of sort of politics happening with the Russians trying to sort of get an advantage over you know the 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 other allies and stuff like that so there's like a whole bunch of these sort of undercurrents and there's like a main story there's some somebody smuggling art somebody's being a traitor there's like a whole bunch of subplots and things like that so it's a fascinating setup and it's it's literally like a book like there's so many layers to it the unfortunate yeah. thing is it's just i think it's just the 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 pacing is off it's just uh too rushed they don't really allow things to sort of breathe or settle so the it's like the other way around right we're just rushing from like you know story to story point to point things are happening very very quickly you don't really get to sort of absorb some of the impact of things they also put in so much that there are certain threads that they open up that they never kind of close and you know that they're not going to close later mm-hmm. uh there's uh, some character issues that somebody becomes really good from being really really bad which is that much of a transformation is kind of hard to believe but uh but overall i would say it's still worth a watch because like i said like you putting a a show in a setting like this is to me like uh just half the battle right i mean i don't know if you guys have ever read fatherland like the the thomas harris book which is set in again post world war 2 germany in the 60s yeah. which is like an alternate history where germany wins world war 2 you know and then mm-hmm, yeah. uh, and then some stuff's happening i don't want i don't want to spoil it for anybody HBO made like a movie on it. There was also well. that big Philip novel, right? Uh, I, I think uh, Amazon is. Oh, made that's a movie the man, man in the High Castle, Man in the High Castle, which I yeah, it's it's nowhere near as good as Fatherland, which is a brilliant. So right. Fatherland again, similar space is post. It's 60s World War. It's 60s Germany after Germany wins the World War, and 
a series of murders are happening of high-ranking Nazis. And there's a reason why that's happening. You know, and Adolf Hitler's still alive and all of that stuff. And uh, it's a fascinating book. Check it out. Uh, uh, HBO made a decent film out of it. Uh, and uh, so this is along those same lines, but it tries to do too much. But all in all, even then, it's it's fine. Like I would, I wouldn't say it's a, it's a, it's a bad show in any way. It's not great though. I just, just trying to do too much is what makes it not so great. And also like funny cast, like they've got Taylor Kitsch whose career has been destroyed by like, you know, Battlefield yeah. and, and John Carter. Like he's gone from being like a major movie star uh, to like a nobody very, very quickly. It's like a cautionary tale, like his career. He was Gambit for a while in X-Men. Like he had like these massive budget films and he's, he's finished now. And, uh, he's yeah, building he his career back. Well, I yeah, very strongly. He's like a major movie star. Like, you know, like Josh Hartnett, he just disappeared. Uh, yeah, Kish is, is, is another one of those guys. Like he just like three movies and that was all he got. And he was also in, uh, I think, Two Detective season three, which again was panned. But essentially he's sort of trying to build his career back. But Michael C. Hall's in it. So there's like a whole bunch of like people you would recognize, you know, like uh, Nina Horst, Tuppence Middleton. Bunch of people you would actually realize if you watch it. Like if you watch Criminal or something like that, you'll know Nina Horst from there. Criminal Germany, that is. Uh, if you watch Downton Abbey or whatever, you'll know Tuppence Middleton. So like there are these familiar names. It's also a big budget. There's, there's no way it's a small budget show. Uh, but like I, like I was telling you guys, right? Like early on, like bad writing. And sort of just to think back, that's a really big budget show. It's got a great sort of period setting, good effects. But it has like bad writing aspects to it. Like some mm-hmm. stuff is just underdeveloped, over overwritten, underdeveloped. Some stuff is just left. Like they just forgot to sort of close the loop on things. So you know, bad writing happens to everyone, man. It's not just uh, it's not just us. But obviously, two different scales of it because they're still putting on such oh, a complicated how, show. How many episodes, Gora? Uh, I think it's, it's it's eight episodes. I mean, I binged through most of it, so it's it's eight. Yeah, it's eight. eight. But again, great effort. I mean, I, and the way they left it, I'm sure there'll be a season two. Uh, and like I said, like, like these really cool settings, I think is what makes a lot of these shows interesting. Like, you know, like Mughal yeah. India, Mughal India, post-World War II Germany, and then you're putting them in these scenarios. Uh, fascinating stuff. Fascinating stuff. Yeah, I mean, I think you guys visual, watch, yeah, when the yeah, visual palette on. changes, I think even the same story yeah. looks extraordinary. You know, that's all. It just looks that much more interesting. Exactly, man. Like, and then again, there's no fucking cell phones, right? Which I think is great for yeah. for, 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 sto- for storytelling. So, uh, so it works out really well that way. So, yeah, I mean, a great, great effort. Right. I watched another show, Nine Perfect Strangers. Have you heard of it? Oh, I did. I did. I, yes, yes. It's the worst book I read last year. Sorry. That, that, oh, that's a book, huh? Yeah, man. Leanne Moriarty, I'm a huge fan of. Um, uh-huh. And the book started off very well, but it had the worst ending. I don't know if the show is better or worse. So the show is eight episodes on Amazon Prime. Uh, I watched the first four. The fifth episode has just come. So it's a weekly. They're dropping the episodes. Uh-huh. I, and I think it's shot in Australia. It's like a, it's like a White Lotus-esque. So, right? Yes. Yeah, it's in the same mood. But, you know, White Lotus is way superior to this show. I mean, like way superior. But, uh, no, but you know, said the base, the base of Nine Perfect Strangers, the book itself is an extremely uh, mediocre, average book at best. I was very surprised when they chose to do a series out of it. I mean, I get why they would make a series out of this because conceptually it's something that will appeal to a lot of audiences. When you go to this high-end, uh, you know, uh, resort, spa, you know, health spa, whatever, and spiritual spa, and then you rich people go to these places. And see how the life will transform. 
so it's quite uh, it's with the times i think so hence this book would get picked up i mean you could do a remake in india and have fun with it but let's see how it ends i mean the show is okay so far it's not wow it's not bad yeah. you know what i've realized i'm not going to spoil it i'm 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 not going to spoil it but the the, spo- uh, the the twist at the end in the book was hugely underwhelming i'm assuming uh, last year we saw the yeah. show with a twist no ஓனர் that's yeah. so that's a much better route to go man like these rich white people stories are fucking boring yeah, yeah true but i think in india we need some more of these shows but let's see i mean nine perfect strangers i think is seems to be like it'll just go average and it could go down yeah. but let's see i'm curious now how it ends so for after four weeks we talk about it four more weeks to nice go. nice uh, um, then you want to talk about the farm could you mention that yeah so yeah i mean i love this show is jeremy clarkson's the farm it's basically uh clarkson owns about 1200 acres somewhere up north of england or something like that and and he's like i guess there's nothing to do in the fucking pandemic right for them so they're like okay they're going to make a show about a farm and i think the whole thing is like a tax write off scheme so everything he's spending on this is like the show's budget so he can write it off and probably make more money off of it because the, let's face it he's a horrible farmer he's never farmed before uh, mm. uh and and he's trying to sort of try and make money and and be a farmer and and he's like the worst guy in the world to sort of do this like he's a cranky white guy who's in his like i don't know like 60s early 60s late 50s and 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 the first thing he does is he goes out and buys a lamborghini tractor which is too expensive too big too fancy for what he's trying to do and and it's like full of these supporting cast of characters which seem like they're fucking cast like you can cast these people right like for the non fiction show it's a non fiction show it's completely it's reality it's basically oh, him it's farming reality. and okay, okay yeah it's a sorry it's a reality series jeremy clarkson right top gear and stuff like yeah, that yeah 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 and yeah and he's got this farm and like like there's there are these scenes where he's like instead of mowing the grass he's like i'm going to buy sheep sheep will eat the grass they'll be free and then i'll sell the sheep and then he ends up losing on the whole thing because there's 60 other things that are involved in like having sheep which he doesn't know about and and there's like this funny thing where they're trying to like measure like a sheep's testicles and shit so like by the way the show's got like a terrific rating 9.2 on imdb yeah no it's yeah. brilliant it is it is hilarious dude just check it out you want to laugh just watch it uh very very really? funny very funny mm-hmm. characters in there like all these sort of northern englanders uh yeah. and and they're all funny characters and they're all sort of real people like who farm or they work in accounting or they're like sheep farmers or whatever and it is just hilarious i loved it like if you want a good laugh check it out gorov is this is this on amazon i think it's on amazon amazon amazon, amazon yeah. prime yeah absolutely yep great i'm going to definitely check worth it checking. out checking yeah worth checking out man very funny interesting so it's over now nine episodes is what is yeah yeah it's over i mean i haven't okay. finished the whole thing i think i'm two episodes short of finish but yeah it's i think the series is done and it's one season right yeah yeah one season so i don't think i don't know if he'll do another one but yeah one season so far that is a good tax write off then i'm sure he'll, he'll yeah, yeah i think it's a great idea it's a great <laughs> idea it's, it's like i think it was like nbc or somebody like that buying like a yacht uh like a 20 million dollar yacht or something like that and then shooting like a pilot on it and saying then writing it off you know then oh, they man. kept the yacht cancel the show and yeah shit like that man 
so that's what that's what we need to do think like that mm interesting cool so any other shows you watching now yeah i'm i just finished watching uh i was just talk about this documentary series that netflix is called called untold and uh, uh there's three episodes that have dropped so far and the only one i watched is called malice at the palace which is basically like the the pistons and the pacers like they had like this huge brawl at a basketball game and like mm-hmm. with fans and the players and stuff like that and it became like a huge deal and like the repercussions of it are like felt even now where you can't sell alcohol in like basketball games anymore and things like that and a bit, bunch of players got banned and stuff but mm-hmm. but today like sort of almost 15 20 years on they went back and sort of told the story with amazing footage like you would not believe some of this footage uh, there's like somebody getting punched in their face and things like that like from the court and you can actually see some of these instances in great detail and these people talking you through it so you get like this whole perspective so it's like it's like it's like investigative reporting to an extent but it's also being told by the people who were involved very very directly and mm-hmm. uh very very well told super amazing great story and again it's only is only one episode uh it's right. uh, it's, un, it's under 60 minutes as well i think from what i remember and uh definitely worth checking out and i actually sampled this show uh, mr corman have you heard of it oh no ah, I I saw, yeah yeah how is oh, it how is okay. it i i saw the trailer on my cruise actually yeah joseph gotten Yeah, but I think is the director. Oh right yes, uh, yes, yes. I heard that. Right, right. Yeah, right, he's right. playing the school teachers. Got this boring. It just dropped, right? It just dropped, right? Yeah, yeah. A few days yeah. ago. What is it about? And Go on, Sid. So it's basically about this, you know, uh, the school teacher who lives in the valley, and you know how he's got a he's got this really boring life, and how he's meeting friends and just going going about his life. It's kind of a comedy drama. it's it's quirky it's but it's a bit slow and it's a bit you know it's yeah it's just i think just slow and it just floats so you need to be in that state of mind to enjoy something like this i don't think it's for everybody i think most people lose patience and like i did after the first episode i was like okay <laughs> but it's interesting i mean i came back for the second episode then again became slow so i'll probably come back again and i'll finish it but it's you know it's kind of a show that you need to be in the right mood to enjoy because it's not like your usual shows that we're used to now right the pacing yeah That's joseph gordon levitt have you guys seen his uh, was it don john the film he don directed? john yeah 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 how is i i enjoyed don john yeah. i saw another uh, series i saw this with my daughter it's called motel makeover uh mm-hmm. it's on it's on, yeah, it's on netflix it yeah it's right. on netflix it's basically these 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 ladies who sort of uh run like this motel company called the june motel or whatever it's, it's like they've never done this business they sort of decide to go into business for themselves they buy a motel mm-hmm. they sort of brand it very fancy and they sort of you know upscale it and it actually worked for them and then they went out and bought another motel and then the pandemic hit and how they've kind of dealt with all the problems of building it up and you know dealing with all it's like a small town so the people there and and then they finally end up sort of opening it and like just that, that whole story and it's uh it's sort of pg rated right so my daughter and I watched it together she loves it uh she wants like the girls to come home and do like her room up and stuff like that <laughs> uh but it's it's i really enjoyed it i'm really looking forward to watching another another season hopefully if they do it mm. uh it's really really good fun you know i stumbled upon this show called uh, little birds on lionsgate play oh little birds no temple little birds yeah it's a pretty okay. bizarre right. uh 
bizarrely strange show. Uh, you guys must check it out just for like what the fuck people make me all the time. But uh, <laughs> check it out. Juno Temple's in it, and it's 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 a Lionsgate play. Uh, it's uh, it's 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 weird the show, but it's got a great sense of. I like the style and the production design, and it's got you know strange people doing strange things. It's slightly erotic. Oh, I I know what this is. This is that a nice Nin book, right? Yes, yes. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. She she was out there, man. Uh, like I know of a nice thing because of Henry Miller. Like you know, uh, Tropic of Cancer and uh, you know Henry in June and all that. So she was like a big character there. Interesting, man. Mm-hmm. This sounds really interesting. I'll check it out. Yeah, sure. check it out. And it's yeah. I mean, I found a bit slow, but it's again, it's 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 something different, something interesting. Amazing, amazing. And then Lions I think the morning play, show huh? has a second season. Is it come or is it yes. coming? Yes. Did you guys Did like you that? Or I I I could not even get into it, man. I just didn't didn't feel it at all. I think it came at the wrong time for me to enjoy yeah. that show. But now when I'm trying to complete my first season. Not bad. It's just that I think for me the morning show, you know, it's like a show. It's it's made like a movie, but it's 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 episodic and it's got long episodes. And I just yeah. think it's it's one of those shows, you know, where they got the format a bit off. I think they should have had shorter episodes, faster pacing, and yeah, like to me, it just, me, it just seemed like. This. To me, it just seemed like Apple was trying really hard to sort of build this up yeah. as like a big marquee show, and you know, like okay, we'll take this ingredient, we'll take that ingredient, we'll sort of put it together, and we'll get this out of it. Is that's what it looked like to me? Yeah, you because know, it has uh, a great cast, great cast. Yeah, it does. It does production. definitely big budget, what, big budget, everything, all yeah. of that. Yeah, absolutely, Benefit. absolutely. I mean, yep. I'd love to go back. It's just that you know, I think these stories are not compelling enough to get you to exactly. binge, and you know, you get that yep. satisfaction of binging. It's just I mean, the smart. The smart money would be pay some pay Aaron Sorkin or something like that a fuck ton of money make him do something for you. Chances are you might end up with a good show. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I think we've covered a lot today. I just want to recommend there's a couple of documentaries coming up okay. uh, that people should keep an eye out for. Schumacher's coming up, and I think in another week or so. Uh, okay. So anybody's like a big Formula One fan, I'm a Formula One obsessive, so I'm kind of looking to uh, watch it big time, man. Uh, I don't know if you guys are big Formula One fans. I definitely want to watch it. Yeah, it looks, yeah, it looks really I, I'm, good. I'm, a, I'm, I'm very uh, fascinated by Schumacher in particular. I mean, I know nothing about Formula One. Never got the oh, point really? of seeing 12 men uh, go round and round a track. 20, anyway, 24, yeah. 24 men, but yeah, okay. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I'm a football <laughs> guy, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, on documentaries, uh, there's another very good documentary that just dropped on Apple TV called 9 11 okay. Inside the President's War Room. Oh wow! Jeff Daniels, wow, George Bush, Dick Cheney, and it's kind wow, of that sounds, September 11, 2001. Sounds interesting. The eyes man. of President Bush, who was that not around, right? Sounds like he was, great... he, he was in that fucking school, right? He wasn't even there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, oh, so speaking of no, this, this one would huh. be a, it, it would be a great accompaniment to watching it with Compl- the yeah, yeah. Part, I think. yeah, complete, completely, completely. It makes a great companion piece for sure. Uh, but uh, speaking of Apple TV documentaries, that this is definitely where they're upping the game. It seems like uh, because they've got another good one coming, which is uh, on uh, I think Daniel Craig and his James Bond journey or whatever. Uh, that's mm. I think dropping pretty soon as well. So 
some good documentaries coming up man also they got something good on wildlife i mean i like the trailer the year oh, yeah. changed that also sounds oh, i've heard of that i've heard of that yeah yeah so there was some is that is that a, is that new or is that an acquisition though i think it's i don't know i mean i haven't bothered to okay it sounds it sounds very familiar it sounds kind of familiar so yeah could be an acquisition i mean i won't be surprised yeah, yeah. Then there are these shows called Doctor Death and stuff. I don't know is that Lionsgate oh. or Apple? It's Lionsgate. That sounds more Lionsgate yeah, than yeah, Apple, yeah. though. Yeah, exactly. Based on the podcast, <laughs> so it's been adapting. Doctor that Kavorkian ka hai kya? Doctor Kavorkian wala hai? Doctor Dunch, oh, the neurosurgeon, okay. the thriving medical practice, and how he goes nuts. Oh, wow, that sounds. I've heard like... the I've heard the podcast. Oh, you have. Yeah, so I mean, these are one of the first few deals of this company called Wondery, where they created. Oh, I know Wondery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Adapted, right? So adapted for screen. Yeah. So they sold a bunch of their podcast rights for screen. You know, you know, like speaking of podcasts, uh, there was this one that I which blew my mind, which is like a a company a companying sort of podcast to this show called I Am the Night. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's basically like the 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 Black Dahlia murder. Uh, okay. You know the fifties yeah, yeah. Hollywood. This lady got murdered. Yeah. yeah, she got sort of. It's a really interesting murder case. Nobody sort of solved it, right? But I think the podcast has an amazing job of figuring out who the killer might have really been. Uh, a very, very creepy, uh, mm-hmm. distressing to an extent, but just really one of the best podcasts I've ever heard. And uh, you know, it, the, the series that that follows is obviously more sort of fictional. There's a bunch of stuff happening, but it kind of piggybacks on the podcast. But the podcast to me is like easily one of the best ones I've ever heard. Obviously, it's it's short. It's it's only a couple of episodes. It's it's more sort of investigative and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. it does a very good job of kind of investigating and very conclusively proving who the murderer might have been. And uh, you know, it's it's a, it's still so far an unsolved crime, but people involved are dead. But it is fascinating, so definitely worth checking out. It's called "I Am the Night." Uh, even the mm. series has it's Chris Pine in it, and uh, you know it's on AMC, I think, uh, or TNT. I can't remember what it was, but uh, it's just brilliant. So definitely worth checking out. Cool. The, yep. But I think I that's think pretty I'm, much it for night. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let's on this note, let's wrap. So that's the episode for today. Hope you guys had as much fun as we did. Do give us your feedback on Instagram at eplogmedia, and subscribe to our shows on your favorite podcast app. If you are on Apple, do rate and review Binjistan. It'll help us. Until next time, keep binging.